on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Tell me if this is dumb. I went to the gas station this morning to buy a drink, and I'm wearing an, an orange hoodie, oh and I purposely oh bought an orange drink. <laughs> I bought it so my drink and my if hoodie could, could match. see Joey's posing with his drink. That's dumb. Do you even right. like the flavor? Yeah, it's orange. I like drinking orange things in the morning. When's the last time you had an orange soda? Oh, gosh, like a Fanta? Any brand. Ten years. Oh, how about this? I think probably about the same yeah. for me. When was the last time you had a grape soda? Grape, even longer. Why does even it feel longer. like you can't, as a grown adult, be drinking orange soda? <laughs> like, like, right? If I have a lot of questions. I'm, I'm at a restaurant. <laughs> I'm a server. Oh, can I get a grape soda? I'm sorry. How old are you? you, go to, you <laughs> let's say you go to a steakhouse. And they're like, you know, we they have don't the, have grape soda what, at a steakhouse. What if they got one of them Coke freestyle machines in the bag? <laughs> Could you imagine you go to like a fancy restaurant? People are drinking white wine and cognac. And I don't know. I'm just trying to list off fancy drinks. And then you're like, uh, a Fanta, please. <laughs> and I'll do the lobster tail, please. When's the last time you had a root beer float? Do you remember? Oh, I mean, yeah. I am not a fan of root beer at all, but I'll eat it in a root beer float. Or I guess drink it in a root beer float. But you have to, have to, have to have the right ratio. Don't come at me with that one tiny scoop of ice cream oh, that floats yeah, to the top of your root beer float. I agree. And growing up, there was an A&W in my town. And they did the frosted mugs, which there's no way they're still doing that. But, like, if you ordered a root beer, you got it in a frosted mug off draft. But their root beer floats, huge pint. And then they're like... One scoop no, of ice cream. It's got to be like 75% ice cream and then the rest root beer. And if you're going to build a root beer float, start it with the ice cream. And yes. then put the root beer. Yes. But a lot of people put no. root beer in a cup. Don't and then plop be- the root beer with I your agree. ice cream. You, I you agree. spray it. Well, not spray it, but you pour it on top of the ice cream. I, 100% I agree. We're, we're on the same page. This is not what I wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up the 25% of people say they've bought something from an infomercial I'm not going to lie. I thought this would be 99%. I thought everyone's at least had one thing from As Seen on TV. Because I grew up, my <laughs> house was really? full. Oh, was full of it. Uh, I had the Tupperware carousel thing. Do you ever remember that thing? Tupperware carousel? No, I, I don't so, think I had one. In your cupboard, it would be. It was this big plastic thing, and it would rotate like a Lazy Susan. And it was full oh, of Tupperware. See, like, no. Yep. I've, I grew up with a giant drawer of mismatched lids and Tupperware oh, containers yeah. and nothing matched, and it was a mess. No, and I still had, live like that. We had the Tupperware thing. Yeah, we don't have one. We no. I mean, shove everything in a drawer. And then my grandma was huge on it. My grandma had a Ronco oven. Do you remember the Ronco infomercials? Ronco, Ronco. The, no. if they were at one in, they, You don't remember those? No, I got to Google it. It was Hang like on. one in the morning. Ronco oven. It was set up like a freaking... Talk show. Marco. There was like a hundred oh, people. Oh, set it and forget it, guys. Yes, and they'd all chant it like set a cult. Set it and forget it, or something like that. I didn't. I used to watch those. All, I mean, they were an hour long. Ronco guy had uh, like eighteen ovens on a table, and there was a whole crowd. And you'd watch, and they'd be like, "Set it and forget it." And as I think about it now, I'm like, "How creepy was that?" Just imagine going to that as like a fan. Gosh, I remember in the middle of the night there was an infomercial that would come on. I don't know if it was Cutco knives. Uh, but it was a knife company, a knife brand. And it was this guy who was like sawing bricks oh, in half yes. with one knife. You remember that? Yes. And he would like, he would cut things like razor small. He'd like throw things in the air and cut them it in half. It was before Fruit Ninja was a thing. He would be cutting credit cards <laughs> yes. and stuff. I do remember. And it was always one knife. And I was like, wow. Even as a 12 year old, I'm like, 
I got to get that knife. Right. Even though I did no cooking in the house. You had no reason for a knife. But you just saw him cut. You're right. And he would cut things razor thin. Did you ever watch, this isn't an infomercial, but do you remember watching, um, oh, the guy that would go, bam, bam. What was his name? The chef. Emeril Lagasse. Yeah. I used to watch Emeril with with my parents all the time. Yeah. Bam. He was a big deal. He had those. And they were kind of infomercials, weren't they? His cooking Um, shows? No, I mean, they were more Like a pan or pot? It was kind of like live cooking shows, so he had like an audience. Yeah, and I just remember like as a kid, I'd make ramen noodles. I'm not joking you. I'd open the sauce packet, and I'd be like, bam! (laughs) I'm not joking. I was like obsessed with being him, yeah. Oh, same. But that probably the number one infomercial I remember watching was the Ronco Man, and he was, he had like a spray tan. Can you Google what he looks like now? Ronco Oven Man? Yeah, what's his name? I think his last name is Ronco. That's the whole reason he Uh, named it. No, Ron, how do you say his last name? Papil? I don't know. Is he still alive, or is it rest in peace, Um, Ron Papil? Ron, because he was uh, he was older when I was a kid. I mean, he was probably like fifties or sixties. So I'm trying to figure out if he's still alive. Oh, he did pass. Oh, he passed away a couple years ago. And do you know what his last words were? (laughs) Set it and forget (laughs) it. Oh my god! It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. Tom Cruise is certifiably insane. After I saw this photo, did you see him sitting on the world's tallest building without a safety harness? Have you seen this photo? I've, I I haven't, but I saw a headline about it, but I never saw the photo. I've my seen palms, all the other stuff. My palms are clammy and sweaty just thinking about I it. I mean, okay. is anybody thinking what I'm thinking? He like I feel like this is going to kill him one day. I I, think it's it scary, might. but all these and stunts he's oh been doing gosh. lately, it just feels Okay, so here's the world's tallest building. Is that it's, in Dubai? This I think it's is in Dubai. In Dubai. Uh, mm, Yes, it is. Okay. I believe it I thought, is. Yes. I thought, okay. yeah, Dubai had the world star building. All right. Building. So here's the building. Here's him sitting on it without a safety harness. That's a, that's a photo no, shop. No, it's not. Let me see. That's it. him at the top. Holy crap. Yeah, I hate. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't he's that bare, just make why, you sick inside? Why is he in bare feet? Probably I feel like to my grip feet, better as he's climbing up to the very tippy top. Oh, point. he was dropped off. He didn't climb. He was dropped <laughs> off. <laughs> you thought he climbed it? I thought maybe he climbed the little tip part. <laughs> uh, and this is to promote um, his new Mission Impossible, right? I don't freaking know. I don't know. I, I'm telling you, I watch. You've seen all these videos he's been doing. I'm telling you, every time I watch one, I'm like. I would not be surprised. It yeah, breaks it my heart. It, it is 2,722 feet. But every time I see this, it breaks my heart to say I would not be surprised if he dies by That's one of scary. these stunts. Because That's scary. It's just it's nuts, man. It's nuts. That's Freaks nuts. me out. Joe Exotic, we know him from Tiger King. I guess he's decided that he's going to leave everything, everything at his will, to his internet fiance. Oh, nice. Who he has never met. Sweet. Says, I'll be his internet yeah, fiance. Internet fiance, I'm going to leave everything to you. They've been together for, I guess, like five years or something like that. But, um, you know, he's in prison, so I yeah. doubt he's actually met this person. And he has now changed his will for everything wow. to go to his fiance. <laughs> so, but what, how much does Joe Exotic have? That's I can't, true. You know, I don't really know. Well, you get seven tigers in a mobile home. I don't think he owns <laughs> any of that anymore. Yeah, he doesn't own any of the tigers. Or the land, like the zoo or whatever it is. The place that he was at, I don't think he legally owns any of that anymore. I will still defend that show to the day I die. I loved it. 
Some people thought it was just Did it you was though, awful. Or was it no. because we were so bored in quarantine we had nothing else to do? <laughs> no, I even think if I had the chance to go outside and enjoy the world, I still would have liked watching Tiger King. <laughs> but it probably aided that it was like, well, this It amplified it a yeah. little bit. Well, it was like the world's crazy right now. You know what's crazier? That dude. Like, it made you feel normal. Also, what's crazy is I guess you can start paying with your palm through Amazon at select locations. So I saw a video of this girl. She goes into a grocery store, and there's, like, this little palm reader machine that you walk in. You insert your credit card. You hover your palm over the scanner, and then it associates your card with your palm identity. And then when you go to check out with all your groceries, you hover your palm over the credit card reader. It pays for your groceries. This is the new age, new way. I don't know if you have to scan your card every time, because then what's the point? Because then you're just putting in your card every time. Yeah, so... You I think your palm's the best uh, best body part to pay with? Or I is mean, there an easier body part? We're eventually going to get to the face where you're just going to look. But man, that's so weird. What I don't like, like that. your teeth or something? Like you have to give a your really te- big te- smile. Your tongue. <laughs> Here, lick the, <laughs> lick the screen and you get a face. Uh, no, no, no. Say ah. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> bing. It's paid for. That would be so. Or would it, wouldn't it be great if, like, you had a code word that paid for everything and you just got to make it up and, like, you know, you got to be like, uh, your monkey's uncle. And then it'd be like, <laughs> boom, paid for your credit card. You see this guy who went to a Walmart and, like, totally trashed the place because he was mad about the long lines. This guy in Pennsylvania purposely was pouring motor oil and dish oh soap gosh. and syrup and jelly and bleach all over the place. Because he was upset that there was bad customer service and had to wait in long lines. You know what? I mean, when, call, when asking for the manager doesn't do the trick anymore, a little motor oil Gosh. and bleach all over the place. Of, of, of all the things, terrible. he couldn't have taken a 7-Up and just opened that. He well, had to he's go get motor oil. trying to get the most hard-to-clean-up thing, Yeah, which is just awful. You know, well, if it were me, I'd go to the ragu section. <laughs> oh, yeah, just throw the down pasta sauce. Pasta sauce. <laughs> Because I'm That's sure so that they responded with, you're right, sir. Let's let's get you through the, exp- not, uh, you're getting arrested. Yeah. Like, that's what's funny Give about it. Give me a break. I just, anytime I read these stories, I'm like, what does it sound like when you call your significant other and you have to explain why you're going to jail? And what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. Seriously, what was your end game here? Like, imagine, let's say he's married and he has to call his wife. What's going on, Frank? I'm in jail. What happened? The lines were long at Walmart. Okay, well, that makes sense. I'll bail you out. <laughs> no one's saying that. Those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. Tiffany is with us. Went out with Miles, and she said he was adamant that he would text me. I've waited. I've waited. I've waited. There's been no text. I reached out. No response. So... I don't know. If you're going to purposely go someone, why go out of your way to make it seem like a deal? Like, I'll let you know. I'll text you. I don't know. Maybe to deter the situation. Like, I don't Maybe he's trying to buy time. Maybe. Okay. Coming up with an excuse. Yeah. He's like still, he's <laughs> racking his brain trying to figure huh, it out. What All should right. I say? So, Tiffany, uh, welcome to Makeup or Breakup. It sounds like you, you had a good time, but now you're very confused why he was so adamant that he would text and he's clearly not doing that. That uh, makes no sense. Okay. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, we had a great date. And I know in your message you brought up that the goodbye was a little awkward in the parking lot of the restaurant. That, that is true. That is true. Um, like, dinner was great. Um, conversation was great. Um, but then, yeah, so he when he walked me to my car, it was like that weird, like, do I kiss, do I not kiss? And it was like a, hill, a head tilt. 
bizarre. Like, I don't know. And then, like, I just hugged him. So I think he went to kiss me. God. But it. I just okay. hugged him. Right? Are you worried that he feels somewhat denied and so he's embarrassed? Jerk that's move, why? though. Or, also, it's like that you shouldn't know? determine whether or not you go out again. Right. Uh, yes and yes. Like, I did think for a second, like, did he think I didn't like him um, because I didn't kiss him? I mean, he clearly likes me because he tried to kiss me, you know? Got um, it, yeah. So, but then he said, like, oh, I'll text you. Um, but then he said, like, I'm, I think he was leaving for work, I, I guess maybe out of town. But he said he'll definitely text me and we'll do it again. Like, he had mm-hmm. a great time. Yeah. So, Have you reached out at all? I did. I sent him a text. Okay. Um, like, so it's not hey, like you're just waiting on him you know, only. I was, was wondering if you were back in town. Mm-hmm. Um, would love, you know, you know, love to get together and nothing. So I didn't text him again. He's, he got lost. He got lost out of town. He's, he's missing. <laughs> he left his phone at home. Okay. Maybe yeah, he maybe left his phone at home, home. Which also, is not likely at all. But. If I mean, let's get on the same page, though, Tiffany. If it gets determined that he's offended that he didn't get a kiss at the end, like, that's... Run away. Like, yeah, I think we bye. can agree. Like, that's, that. yeah, like, the, I would not want to be involved in, in a relationship like that. So, uh, Tiffany, let's do this. Let's play a song. Let's call Miles when we come back, okay? Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, he was definitely into me, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're getting all those signs. All right. Well, we'll talk to Miles when we return with Makeup or Breakup. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup, and here we are. Uh, we spent some time with Tiffany. She says, awkward moment at the end of the date was a whole kiss-hug vibe where it was like he tilted his head, and you don't tilt your head. <laughs> Those are always if, so weird. I mean, if you're going for a straight hug, <laughs> and it, I'm just, let's just assume he's taller than her, you would just kind of move your head down. But if he tilted it to the side, no one exactly. does that, unless you wanted to sniff her ear, which you know <laughs> makes total sense. Even weirder. Yeah, that is weird. He also said, I'll text you, and then has not. She responded, or she texted him, and he, you know, did not respond at all. So a work trip, though? She said yeah. that after the date, or at the end of the date, he mentioned how he was leaving town for work. And so I guess the other theory is maybe he left his phone or, at home, or he's in an area that doesn't yeah. have service. Or like an FBI, CIA agent kind of a thing. He can't disclose that's his location. Yeah, that's <laughs> that'd be great. All right, so we got Miles' number. Let's talk to Miles. Hello? Hello, Miles. Is this Miles? Uh, yeah, speaking. My, Miles, hello. Uh, our names are Joey and Lauren in the morning. We are a morning radio show, and we are calling you um, because a woman named Tiffany wanted us to call you that you went out to dinner with not that long ago, from what we understand. Oh, wow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you know who we are or what we do, but we call people on our show because... We try to help people that have been, quote-unquote, ghosted, where they go out with someone and then they can't get a hold of them. And we understand that that's kind of what's going on between you and Tiffany. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I, I know who you are. But, um, All right. Hopefully. Thank you. Well, well, do you know that uh, Tiffany is with us on the other line? Should we do that if you know great. us? Hi. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Let's Listen, just cut to the chase. Miles, I mean, obviously you know what this is about. Tiffany wants answers, or at least she just wants to talk to you. So do you have a moment? I mean, we're all here. Can you tell us why you're not yeah. uh, reaching out to Tiffany? Yeah, let's chat. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Did you get my text? I guess, uh, yes, I did. And uh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I know it's a jerk move to just kind of disappear like that. But um, 
honestly, Tiffany was hiccuping the entire day. Hiccup, hiccuping? Uh, yeah, she was hiccuping. Um, it, okay. I guess she, she told me she doesn't do spicy really well, but she kept eating this wasabi that was there. We went and got sushi, and she has uh-huh. this really high squeal hiccup. And Gosh, man. Okay, and? Uh, I'm, I'm waiting know, for like, the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for hiccup. an actual reason to not well, you, you, talk to someone. She was it's hiccuping. the hiccup? That's was this what it constant? Is? It was really annoying. Every three seconds. Okay, so hold on a second. Okay, so you guys go to sushi. Tiffany, you're laughing about this, so you obviously know this is a reaction you have. You say, oh, by the way, when I eat spicy stuff, I hiccup. And, Miles, you're upset at that because, like, she kept going for the spicy thing or, like, the constant hiccup? Like, I'm just trying to – I mean, if someone has a reaction to something. It's like a dog barking and interrupting conversation. Oh, my gosh. So – inconsiderate. Like, if you know you're going to hiccup from this, then stop eating it. You told me you thought it was cute. Well, what else am I going to say during the moment? <laughs> oh, my word. Okay, so so your logic, Miles, your logic is, hey, if you know it's going to cause this reaction, stop doing it because it's annoying me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, you know what this oh reminds God. me of? Is this something, do you eat a lot of spicy food even though you hiccup? Because, I mean, it sounds like it's kind of a double-edged sword. Food and I love wasabi, but like I mean, so I hiccup. Big deal. It's like everybody hiccups. Yeah, it's a bodily function, so it feels a little. It feels like almost like okay. Joey. I would say I didn't want to date somebody because their eye was well, no, switching no, or no, they no, yawned. No, no, no. A lot. hold on a second. Let me just. This is a little more extreme. But if I was lactose intolerant and I love eating ice cream, and then I'm on the toilet for the rest of the night. It does get to a point where you're like, well, stop eating the ice cream. Right, but isn't that her choice to... I mean, yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's your well, choice. Not, I mean, I'm not going to crap my pants. <laughs> I mean, like... You know, That's I'm a good like, point. Hiccuping. You uh, know what? I hiccup every time I eat carrots. True story. Oh Anytime my gosh. I eat carrots, I get the hiccups, okay. but I still eat them because I like them. Tiffany... Or it, bread. D- okay. And yeah. it sounds like this does... This obviously bothered Miles... I can't imagine you want to go out with him again if he's going to judge you on hiccuping. But is this something like we should have you on the show again and we should see if we can like hypnotize you to not hiccup anymore? I would welcome that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like let's just positive mental attitude. Like Tiffany, the next time you eat wasabi, you will not hiccup. So, so Miles, <laughs> this is too annoying for you. Tiffany, are you willing? I mean, we we have a free date on the line. Like if you got a relationship with Miles, would you give up eating spicy foods to avoid hiccuping? Or are you like, no, dude, like I'm going to do whatever I want? Hell no. Got I it. mean, first of all, you know, it's Preach, girl. He's uh, uh, No way. I don't want to go out with somebody who is so rigid like that. It's yeah. insane. Miles? Uh, I'm out. But thank you. <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. Thanks okay, so no if you want to go out with Miles, don't you dare hiccup. And let's find a man for Tiffany that is ready to bring on the, or whatever it is. I don't know what it it sounds like. It's (laughs) Joey and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's Would You Rather Wednesday. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. It is Would You Rather Wednesday. We answer your Would You Rather questions. We do it every single week on the show. Uh, Lauren reads them. We answer them. Let's do it. Okay, this person sent us quite a few would you rather oh, questions. Get multiple from one number, okay? I'm, I'm going to pick, hang on, I'm going to pick one. I mean, there's like 10 of them. <laughs> Good on you. Give I that love person this. a prize. Okay, this one says Would you rather adopt a British accent every time you're having a serious conversation or laugh every time someone cries? Oh, gosh, the British. 
I mean, <laughs> laughing it, when someone cries, that's oof. Though, that's have hard. You, do you know about this with tragedy? This is a true thing. Your when you when you go into shock with like tragic things, if you hear tragic news, I've heard this smiling and frowning and laughing and crying are so close in those intense moments that sometimes people will laugh when they hear shocking news. I'm not joking. I get a little uncomfortable when people show emotion, which is so weird because I show a ton of emotion. Like Lauren, I, I Lauren cry a lot. cries a lot. I do. I'm an emotional person. Um, but like when you show emotion and you're like super vulnerable and you're coming to me and telling me something that maybe you're dealing with or whatever, I have to fight back a smile. Oh, <laughs> Lauren is terrible. For some reason, I want to laugh and I don't know why. And it's not because I want to laugh at you or I think it's funny. It's just... Give I don't a, know what it is. I'll give you a great example. We went out. We were on vacation. We had a very romantic dinner. It was very nice. It was the end of our vacation. It was a pristine moment. And I did a cheers. And in the cheers, I said all these amazing flowery <laughs> oh things. Gosh. I mean, I seriously, I was I was getting emotional. I was talking about everything. And you literally go, and I'm having a great time. <laughs> And I, I mean, you want to talk about a slap in the face. I was like, I, I, I say all these I things. Uncomfortable. You don't do well with words. You don't yeah, do well with words. But I do in certain situations. Yeah. So you're going to say you'd All rather British adopt accent. the British accent? Any serious conversation? Be like, excuse me, I want a divorce. Oh, gosh. Yeah, then think I think that. you're messing with me. They're like, uh, I'm quitting my job. That was more Australian, <laughs> but you know. I think I'm with you. It's it's really bad to laugh at someone when they're crying. Yeah. I don't do well when people are crying around me. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost there already, but I'll take the British accent. Would you rather have no kids or 100 kids? That's not fair. <laughs> I love my children. I'm just reading the no, question. No kids, though. <laughs> I mean, I was like, wow, that was quick. Well, 100. If you said no kids or 10, that gets tough. Oh, but 10 kids. 100 is not 10 kids? I would absolutely have 10 kids. Okay. In All fact, right. I think I might want 10 kids anyway. <laughs> 100 is on I mean, that's on it's insane. There's oh no gosh, way. Gosh, but I can't imagine. Oh, well, you know what's hard is some people live wonderful, happy, amazing, awesome lives and don't have yeah, children, I'm right? There's no nothing kids. wrong I'm, with what you choose to live your a, life. It's as. 100 Lauren, you don't need to defend not wanting 100 children. I think 20. How about 20? You say 10 is no problem. What about 20? 20? (laughs) What? You'll have 20 kids? If I had the financial capability to appropriately raise 20 children. Yeah. And if I had enough space, if I had enough child care, like, I think I would. Enough child care. You need 17 nannies. I'd have to write down all their names. I'd forget them. Oh, you would. You would totally be like, hey, Cooper, how you doing, bud? (laughs) You have flashcards? Uh, I'll take zero kids. It'd be like Andy from uh, Toy Story. Just write their names on the bottom of their foot. Just the fact that I could go to bed when I want, I wake up when I want, zero kids. Sorry. (laughs) This text says, would you rather spend all of your life just having casual relationships or stay single until the last five years of your life and then you find true love? Oh, wow. Wow. So you're single. You never date. You never, ever, ever, ever date until, say, you're 75. And you then you find the love of your life. And then you find the love of your life at 75. Or, or casual relationships. Your whole life, you just have casual flings, casual relationships. I have friends that live that life. I have friends that just are in casual relationships and they're I like 40. I think I would do that too, just because yeah. I feel like I need companionship, even yeah. if it's just casual hanging out or whatever. I need 
someone to talk to. I'm here for like, a good time, not a long time. I can get used to that. <laughs> yeah, you go bowling, go out to dinner. Yeah, you you know? never know when you're going to die either. Yeah, I, I, you know? I go a casual relationship. This text says, um, if you had to, would you rather move in with your parents or one of your siblings? I've lived with, um, obviously lived with my parents, but I've lived with a sibling. And I enjoyed it. I lived with my sister for a while when I was a senior in high school. I'm going to go sibling. Okay. Yeah, my parents, I would just, the problem with living with my parents, and I love my parents to death, I've, is I just have to explain their iPhone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're the tech guy. Yeah, I'm the, my mom's like, how do I download this app? So I think that would drive me crazy oh, eventually. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if I could live with my parents. I love them. I just, my mom's got a lot of dogs, Can which you- is fine, but like. She prioritizes her dogs over the people that live in her house. That's true. So I feel like, oh, gosh. And I've never lived with my siblings. If I was hanging on a cliff and your mom's dogs were hanging on a cliff and yeah, she had to let go once. This. She would let yep, you drop. She would let me go. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to try living with my brother. I've never lived with him. See what it's like. I like my sister-in-law. I like my okay. brother. I, I, I know it will not go well. Why? I, you guys argue still. What? We're brother right. and sister. Fine. Have fun. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack. Uh, this has to do with making your bed. Don't make your bed right after you get out of it. Now, you may be saying, well, why? That doesn't seem to make sense. You actually want to wait like 20 to 30 minutes after you get out. Leave your covers open because if you make your bed right after you get out of your bed, it actually traps in moisture from kind of no, your sweat through the night. No. That uh, that attracts bed bugs and dust mites and those things. So let your bed air out. You know, non-bed makers are rejoicing everywhere. They're like, yes, see, that's why I don't make my bed. See, I don't want bed bugs. But I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like it's all warm and moist, and then you trap it in when you make your bed. You've ruined. You've ruined parenting styles because a lot of people driving their kids to school right now. Their kids, their teens, and they maybe make their kids make their bed right when they get up, and now they're saying, "See, mom, see." Joey says I don't have to make my bed right when I get out of bed. 20 minutes. So go brush your teeth, go get breakfast, you know, go get your, pack your book bag, and then you come back up and you make your bed. All right? And then the bed bugs won't bite. Or just don't make it at all. However, I feel like my life is more organized if I do make my bed. I feel stressed if it's unmade. Well, I'll be honest. I thought bed bugs were a myth for a long time. And then someone's <laughs> oh, no. like, no, they're real things. Oh, no, no. They're like, definitely real. Bed bugs. I got bugs <laughs> in my bed. And then I found out, no, it's a real thing. Okay, so I love when the internet causes huge debate and then we discuss it because this is something that is blowing my mind. The internet is enraged after what a woman on TikTok posted about um, plain seat etiquette. Oh, we've talked about this, like reclining your seat, all that. Yeah. Yes. It's not reclining the seat. This is when somebody wants to switch seats with you. So I'm just going to play the audio from this girl in her TikTok video in the dilemma she had. His mom says to me, like, hey, like, would you mind switching so I could, like, sit with my son? And I'm like, yeah, where would you want me to switch to? She points to a middle seat, like, a couple of, like, rows back. And I'm, like, in a window. And I was like, okay, wait, who's your son? And then she points to this, like, six foot five man. And I'm like, I don't really know what to say because, like, I don't want to. And, like, I don't really think she, like, deserves for me to. Because this is definitely just a case of, like, bad planning. So I said, no. I was like, look, I'm sorry. I, like, paid extra for this seat. I think I'm just going to sit in the seat I paid for. So she keeps the seat. So the issue is... Her tone of voice doesn't help. She sounds kind of a little... I mean... Well, she's curious. She's curious. She's like, you guys, hey, like, I don't want... Am I in the wrong? Like, she goes on and on saying, like, listen, I paid for this seat. I have the window seat. 
and I paid for this seat. Now, I will say, she says she paid extra for that seat. A lot of people are saying, no, you don't. That's uh, not that's true. That's not true. I just actually flew on an airline where it was more expensive to choose the window seat. Yes. I will say it depends on the airline you fly. Right. Some airlines will actually charge you. It's like 10 bucks, but some airlines will charge you more for a window or an aisle seat. That like, is true. So I, I do. Now, a lot of airlines don't. And so a lot of people are like, I've never had that. Well, a couple airlines do. So the question is, and I am torn on this. The question is, do you give up your seat when a mother is wanting to sit by her child and they are separated? She goes on to say if this were a younger child, she would have made the switch no problem. But this person later on in the video, she was like, her son was probably 17. I mean, he was older. She goes, that's okay. your fault that you guys didn't get your seats together. This is my seat. I'm not switching. And then she talks about the rest of the flight. As she sits in her window seat and this mother is right next to her oh, in the man. middle, She's the not happy. rest of the flight, she says, this woman was mumbling expletives under her breath the whole time at her, calling her names, being Holy upset. Moly. This is what stresses me so out about like, flying. So it's like, what do you do? I'm not worried about technical errors on flying. I'm worried about stuff like this on planes because yeah. it happens all the time. So, no, you don't trade off unless it's like 12 or under. And here's here's why. If but how she, do you, what do you say? No, I, sorry. I know. She goes, that's a middle seat. I don't want to sit in the middle seat. I bought that's a window the problem. seat. If it was a window seat to a window seat, I think you move. I do <laughs> yeah. think you move if it's yeah. a window. But if it's a window seat, which you did pay extra for, and it's a middle seat, here's my question. Mom really wants to sit by her son, right? It's like number one thing in the right. world. We live in a day and age of Venmo, PayPal. You say, all right, you want you want me to trade my seat? For this, oh, for gosh, your son, seems so rude. twenty bucks. Hey, why not? It's Ooh. an upgrade. You're upgrading your experience by being yeah. able to sit by your son. So I do feel bad because I've flown before, um, where with you and with other people, where I go on a flight with somebody, and because of the way we booked it, we booked too late or something. Our seats yeah. are not by each other, and it sucks because I hate flying by myself, like not sitting next to somebody I know or or whatever. And so I totally get the mom's side where she's like, hey. This may not have been poor planning. We literally, these were the only seats left available, and we do want to sit by each other. If this was Can a, you if just this switch? Is, if the age, if he's 16, he probably doesn't want to be by his mom. He probably wants to watch you videos. You don't or, know that. What if mom or son has really bad flight anxiety, and they want to be by each other because they're stressed? I've been there before, too. But it's, I agree, and I'm not trying to sound heartless, but also just willy-nilly. I mean, we all know the middle seat is the, worst, the worst place on the airplane. It's, it's the terrible. Worst. It sucks. Sometimes you get boxed out of nowhere armrests, and oh, you got yeah. knees touching you. It's terrible. And there are people that will pay 50 extra dollars a seat to sit at the window. Right. So obviously, this girl, it's her seat. She has the right to sit in it. But it's the moral question. Yeah, what would it. you do? Do you give up your window seat for a middle seat so mom can sit by her son? I think 12 or, 12 or under, I do. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to ask for the kid's birth certificate. I'm going to be like, <laughs> straight up, I need to. Is, has this kid driven a car before? Has oh this kid gosh. kissed a girl? How All uncomfortable right? like, the rest of the flight, though. She yep. was not oh, happy. That's crazy. So you could text us. What would you do? 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. Fix my life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Fix My Life. And Heather is dealing with an issue involving a friend and money. Worst state, worst case scenario ever. Like, it really is. I, Borrowing money from a friend? Well, not exactly. In fact, this is something that is a pet peeve of mine when it comes to going out with friends. Mm-hmm. So Heather's going to explain she has an issue. 
She feels like if she brings it up, she's going to look like a crazy person, so she doesn't know what to do. Uh, Heather, welcome to Fix My Life. Uh, dealing with money, dealing with friends, never a fun time. So what is going on? Yeah, hey, guys. I I mean, I'm a little bit embarrassed calling in. No, don't I worry. Feel, kind of, feel kind of crazy bringing this up. Um, but a good friend of mine, we have been friends for, like, a long time, and um, we'll go to lunch together regularly, as girlfriends do, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the times we'll go out and we'll pick up the check for each other, you know. So, like, we'll go to one place, you know, she'll say, hey, let's go here and go to lunch. And, you know, Bill comes and everything. And she'll be like, oh, I got this. And, um, you know, I do the same thing for her. I'll be like, oh, I got it this time. We take turns like that. Yeah. But here's the kicker. And I feel like such a complete jerk for this being an issue. But she always picks cheaper restaurants for us to go to, okay? So I'll pick a place that's pretty nice because I like to eat. You know, I work hard for my money. I want to eat good food. I want to eat at a nice restaurant. Uh Yeah. But she'll pick kind of lower-end places, which are still good, but she always pays the cheaper bill. Like anytime I invite her to lunch and we go, it's at least 50 bucks or more. I mean, at least. Dang. When she picks a place... We might be looking at like twenty bucks. Okay, maybe so thirty. So, um, so when it's when it's her to like when she's due up to cover the bill next time, it's always like, oh no no no, let's just swing through the drive through or let's just go and do this or grab a quick bite. And then anytime it's your turn, she, it's something. It's like, let's go get the steak. More expensive. Now, is she choosing the more expensive restaurant when it's your turn to pay? Sometimes <laughs> she's yeah. the one who's like. Oh, that sounds good, but let's go. Let's go try this place. You've been wanting to try this place. It'll be it'll be like a nicer restaurant that I've been mentioning, mm. and she'll be like, "Okay, you know, you want to go there instead." Got it. Okay. And of course. So, Heather, so, the the, uh, the okay. first thing I was going to say is, do you is she in a fine financial situation? Because some people are going to hear this and be like, "Oh, she can't really afford it." But you're making it sound like that's not the case from your perspective. It's like an advantage mm-hmm. where she's like, "Oh, I know what I'm going to do here." Yeah, no, she's just fine. She actually makes more money than me. I okay. know that from her position that she is in okay. at her job. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's just. I, I mean, I know she treasures our friendship just like I do. But I mean, somebody uh, she mentioned uh, going through a drive-through that happened. Yeah, like eight bucks for lunch. That's. I don't know. It just it's seems a, great a little deal. lopsided. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Are you sure this is intentional? Because the way I'm hearing you describe it, like, I know you feel it because you're on the receiving end. Do you think she even recognizes it at all? Is this vindictive in any way? Or do you think it's total, like, coincidence? I don't think it's a vindictive thing. She's not. I don't think she's. I know she's not doing it on purpose. There's no way. I just. Maybe I'm paying too much attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I, I really want to ask her about it. Like, I want to ask her, are you doing this on purpose? Is there – Because there's you know, maybe a Maybe there is something going on. There is a pattern. Heather, this is my pet peeve. I have been out. I have – we've only done this twice where we've gone out with another couple and they do the whole, like, oh, let's just split it down the middle or, oh, we'll take care of it. You get next time. Immediately I say full stop. Let's pay for what I ordered. What Whatever went in my mouth and into my stomach yeah. – I pay for whatever went into your mouth and into your stomach. You pay that's for That's what you do. That's I how you th- fix I this. I think that's how you fix it, Heather, because here's the problem. If you bring it up that you're like, hey, I've noticed that we go to cheaper restaurants whenever you pay and we go to more. Ex- you're going to sound kind of petty. That could blow up the relationship. That could be taken wrong. That could be taken like you think she's trying to pull one over. 
I think you just say, you know what, girl? Whenever we go out, wherever we go out, let's just pay for our own meal. And then you don't have to worry about whose turn it is. And then, well, why am I spending $30 for your meal when you only spent 16 on mine? And, what well, you know, all that stuff gets so messy. Also, I want to have a friend good enough that we're going out all the time like yeah, you guys. That Heather, sounds fun. Well, how can we join in <laughs> on know. this? And I want to go to the restaurants when you buy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm used oh, okay. to that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you know, I... That's a great idea, though, because um, I, I do – I love our friendship, and I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. Now, you're, even if you decide to just pay for your own bills, you may still run into the situation where she only suggests cheap restaurants, and you feel like that's the only place she wants to go. And that could be because she's like, I just don't want to spend 50 bucks on mm-hmm, lunch. Mm-hmm. And then you have to say, man, yeah. I'm, a, I'm not a $50 lunch gal. I'm just a $30 lunch gal. <laughs> But uh, but I think I think that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um. I I hate when these situations happen. I've been out with buddies that are like, oh, I got you. You give me next time. I'm like, no. Let's not worry about next well, time. Let's do it now. Because then I feel the pressure. Like, oh my gosh, I owe them. I owe them yeah. money. I owe them money. But you can text us six eight seven one nine. Heather, we're gonna see how other people have handled the situation and what they would do, right? Because I think Joey, you're onto something. All you need to do yeah. is just pay for yourself. That should solve it. It sounds good. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd love to hear what other people do. Absolutely. Okay, so you can text us 68719. We'll read your text. Coming up with Fix My Life. Fix My Life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it's Fix My Life. We just talked to Heather. So she and her friend go out to lunch all the time. And she's done a little investigating. And when they go out to lunch, it's always like, oh, I'll cover the bill. You get me next time. And she's like, listen. I've noticed something about my friend. And by the way, her friend is in a fine financial situation. She says her friend makes more than her. It's not it's she's like, I trust me, it's not a I'm tied on money thing. But she says her friend, whenever she picks up the bill, she's always like requesting the cheaper restaurants. Like she's strategically picking restaurants so that don't she have a big says. that's Heather's perspective. And that's where I'm so hung up on this because I'm like, what if it's total innocent coincidence? It's not like she's trying I don't know, maybe. I don't know her friend. I don't really even know Heather. But from what I'm gathering from Heather, she thinks it's kind of on purpose. This is why you have two options when you go out with a friend. You either cover the bill and there's no get me next time or no, hey, you can worry about it later or no, pay me back later. You either are are a friend and you pay for everything and it's just a gift or you split the bill. And to me, splitting the bill is the easiest way to solve this because Heather – Heather wants to bring it up. Heather wants to bring up the investigating of, hey, why is it when you pay for the bill, we mm-hmm. always go to cheap restaurants and you're always – right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't even think you go there because I think that's a personal jab. I think that can go the wrong way. Right. And I think your friendship could be in jeopardy. The way to solve it, though, honestly, is just pay for yourself. And and I don't know if Heather's hesitant because, like, maybe that feels rude to be like, hey – I, you pay for yourself, I pay for me. I don't know why that would be rude. Yeah, you know, sometimes. It, it does kind of seem like they're pretty far down on this path. They've been doing this for years. Like, yeah. oh, I get you next time you get me now. And now she's like, wait a second. Ooh, why yeah. is it always, you know, the two for six value meal when you're picking up the bill? But then me, we're going to a nice <laughs> place with appetizers. So either way, it is going to shake some things up. Um, 68719, this texter says, oh, my gosh, I have a friend who does this all the time. I finally had to tell her straight up that I can't do it anymore and I only pay for myself. Wow. So similar situation. They just had a conversation about it. This one is uh, the opposite. It says, I have a friend that always suggests the most expensive places to get for lunch. And then somehow I'm paying for the bill or even just myself. It's too much. (laughs) You need to agree on a place beforehand. 
You know, I just went out with some girlfriends. We had like a, a weekend little overnight. And the hotel that we were staying at was on one of our cards. It wasn't mine, but it was my friend's card. And so the we did like a room service mm-hmm. breakfast. And so it all was charged to her card. She was. It was very simple. Right after we checked out, she literally took a picture of the receipt and texted it to us, and oh. we just grabbed what we what we owed uh, from the receipt, and we Venmo her. Wouldn't that have gone that stressful? She goes, "Oh, I got you. We can worry about it later." I'm like, "What's know, funny?" It stresses is me out when I so owe somebody money. So if I go out and somebody says something like, "Oh, let me buy it now. You can get me later. I'll Venmo you." Mm-hmm. I actually like to resolve it quicker than later, even as the person that owes the money, because it stresses me out. Yeah, but when you're on the other end, so like I am totally happy covering something and I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. And I have a friend who does that where I try to like Venmo her half of the Uber and she like freaks out on me. She's like, stop. I got it. Yeah. Don't pay me back. This one is really interesting. Says me and my friend have a very similar situation, but we have a bowl of restaurants. You draw a restaurant from the bowl and that's Hmm. where you go no matter what. That's pretty cool. That's kind of interesting. So you all agree on the group of restaurants. But then you're not sitting there like you just pick it randomly and, and you go. pretty similar, I'm sure. Yeah. Can, can we talk about the real issue, though? And that is the splitting down the middle. I hate, 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 double nuts. hate, loathe entirely, whatever else the Grinch says. I hate doing the half da- like down the middle check because this happened with a friend of mine before where I went out with a friend. She had her kids with her. We ordered lunch. I just had one meal and one drink. She had a meal for her, a meal that her kids split, two drinks, and they got a milkshake. Listen, that's fine. But then the, the server comes to the table, one check or two. And then she goes, oh, just one. And she looks at me, she's like, we'll just, we'll just split it down the middle. Or she tells the server, sorry, we'll just split it down the middle. So instead of me just paying for my meal, I'm now paying, paying for, for half of the entire bill. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, it is what it is. It wasn't like a crazy crazy amount but still i was like why why am i now paying for half of yours by the way um lauren is wearing a shirt that says be kind on the front (laughs) as we speak lauren's shirt says be kind on it right now as she said that that is true hey i was kind i paid for it i just didn't say my feelings on it on the air on your phone and even your smart speaker you're listening to joey and lauren on demand joey and lauren breaking news it's joey and lauren i am not a therapist so i don't i don't know the thought process behind this so any uh child therapist maybe weigh in i know we got a bunch of child therapists listen to the show the strategy you want me to handle with our three-year-old makes no sense. Okay. I think you're taking it the wrong way. I just want to give you an opportunity to <laughs> to express the conversation that happened yesterday. I'm having a really hard time, okay? Let me just say a lot of tears have been shed from me. You're not kidding. From me. I'm, I'm actually really stressed at what's going on. So our son, he's three. He's been taking an extra liking to dad and an anti-liking to mom. Okay, I get it. When someone is like, oh, he's a daddy's boy or a daddy's girl, like, I get that. Give some examples. I support that. Oh, I will. I support that sentiment. I do. But what has happened has taken a turn in our life, and it is actually stressing me out because our son, I don't know what happened. I have done nothing to him but love him, care for him, change his diapers, feed him, all those things. All the, I mean, I do everything in for fact, this In fact, I think you do a better job taking care of him than I do. Yes. I would yes. say that, too. Not in a bad way. You do a great job, too. But you, like, yeah, you, you. I mean, you suck his boogers when he's not feeling well yes. on the nose, Frida, right? All those no things. I have no idea what I could have done to offend this little child, but for some reason, he is so anti-mom. For instance, you're with him, hanging out. I walk into the room, 
it is instant screaming mom leave leave and he it's not just like a it's he's crying he's screaming and crying frantic mommy leave no and then he put he like tries to push me out yeah of the room. so if we're in the playroom we have this big playroom up in our upstairs of our house and you know it's got the it's got all the toys and everything yeah. so that's where he hangs out if me and him are hanging out in there and you walk in the room, he says, Mommy, leave, and he pushes you and out. And screams and cries. He now, wants it boys only. It's taken a turn because I thought, oh, maybe it's because you guys are already playing. He's in the zone. Yeah. He's in the routine. And Die I'm, time. I'm interrupting. Fine. No, no. It is now. I will be up there with him. And he instantly is like, Mom, leave, especially if Dad walks in the room. He wants just Dad. There are other things. He asks for milk. Okay, honey, I'll go get your milk. No! Daddy, get my milk! He only wants Daddy to get his milk. I'm like, what on earth? Little things, too. Bedtime. It's time for him to go to bed. So I'm like, okay, let's go to bed. No, Daddy, bedtime, bed, Daddy, bedtime. Okay, fine. Dad, come do bedtime with us. We go into the room. He screams. He wants me gone. He doesn't want me to help him brush his teeth. He doesn't want me to help put it on his jammies. He doesn't want me to tuck him into bed. He doesn't want me to read him a story. He only, only, only wants Dad... And it is the most bizarre thing. Like, if he needs a fork for his meal, only dad can hand him a fork. Somebody's jealous. I am. I will admit it. I am jealous, but I'm also super offended. I'm like, what on earth did I do to him? And so I said, I suggested to you, hey, how about you... Tone back the love a little bit. Yeah. Not not saying that you need to like because ignore that'll, him. That'll turn him into a great adult. My daddy didn't love me anymore <laughs> because I was a fan of him. Imagine him t- talking to somebody later in life. Uh, do you have a great relationship with your dad? Well, I did. And then my dad just stopped loving me because no. my mom was jealous. I just mean maybe give me more opportunities to show him. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Boys I truly rule, don't know. girls Oh, drool. shut up. Hey, oh, no. Uh, it is weird. <laughs> what, what stinks about it? It makes me it cry. Like, is, I cry at night because I'm I like, know. my son hates me. I know. So we need to, I guarantee you, someone's going to give some good advice. We need a professional here. What are you doing when one of your kids just wants the one parent to do everything? And it is like bloody murder, frantic scream, like blood curdling screaming. Like, mom, leave, leave. Like, he does not want me in but his you presence. you get alone time. How nice is that? Like, you don't have to play with our three-year-old. I walk in the door after work <laughs> and he runs to me. Daddy, daddy, because he's looking for daddy. Because sometimes we drive separate and we don't come in at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I'm like, what What on earth? You know, he he watches the Trolls movie. You ever seen the Trolls movie? And in the beginning, there's that really mean lady. Maybe he like thinks wow, that's mommy. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. I, no, I don't know. I'm never mean to him. No, you're I'm not. so kind you're not. to him. Maybe he had a bad dream I'm one day. I'm patient with him. Maybe he had a dream about you. I and do he... fun activities with him. I color with oh, him. Lauren, I play with him. There's like... nothing you're doing wrong. I, I don't know what it it's got to be a it's got to be um a personality thing like it's got to be a stage of life where they just connect to one <sighs> parent but yeah so so I hold sorry, on to the sorry. baby and I'm like you're my favorite right now yeah so you actually like me <laughs> so now like now our son will be like daddy do you love me and I'm like no I don't son no, I don't <laughs> your mommy loves you it's not about me anymore all right yeah, but uh, bedtime um, is. I had a face. I was gone one time for bedtime. Lauren made me FaceTime him. I had to FaceTime because he was screaming. And then the other day, kid you not, I asked him this question. So we have our awesome babysitter. She's amazing. And I asked him, I said, hey, because he was being really naughty to me and yelling at me. And I said, 
do you treat her this way too? And he looks at me and goes, no, just you. <laughs> he literally he says, just that. you. What? Oh, parenthood. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. It is time for What Do We Learn on the show today. All right. Um, a woman filmed herself in the airport saying, you wouldn't believe what happened to me on a plane. A mom said, hey, my son's sitting back there. Do you mind if you swap seats to sit so we can sit by each other? Which happens all the time. It happened to me like two weeks ago. Okay? So it happens. But the lady was in a window seat, and she wanted her to take a middle seat two rows back. And she's like, I don't want to sit in the middle seat, and I paid for the window. Yeah. Some airlines, you pay a little bit extra for the window. She goes, I paid extra for my seat. And then she also notes the son, her child, who was several rows back, actually looked like 16, 17 years old. And so she was like, hey, if this were a young child, absolutely, I would switch. But this woman wanted me to give up my window seat to sit a few rows back in the middle seat, and I'm not having it. So she said no. And then this mom, this woman sitting beside her for the rest of the flight, I guess, was mumbling expletives. Yeah. So being rude to her. Your ruling was what? I can't remember. Did you say you wouldn't switch? What's the caveat? So I said I would switch if it were a, a child. What's the line? I said I said under 12, I'm switching. I said over 12, sorry, buddy. You can handle it. But I think I oh, I would freeze having that conversation because I wouldn't want to deal with the awkwardness for the next two, three, four, however long, how many, however many hours the flight is. Yeah, what if the flight was like nine Ooh, hours? Because then you all say- All the more reason to keep your window seat, Yeah, but right? all, the, all the reason that a mom wants to sit next to her son for nine hours. It's so tough. So a lot of your reaction on this, 68719, this text says- if it's a little kid, yes. 17 and older, no. We pay extra for window seats. As a matter of fact, I'm going to travel with my 17-year-old daughter, and I want to sit with her, but I will have to pay extra to pick our seats. So it's the sacrifice of the parent to make sure. Yeah, right. like, and who knows? But the We've- argument could be that, that this mom and son had to book their flight last minute for whatever the reason was, and those were the only two seats left. So it's not like... You know, maybe they didn't. Maybe they had no choice. Could you imagine, like, the ladies in first class? And she's like, "Hey, my son's in coach. Do you mind switching, please?" That's. <laughs> I wonder if you could get someone to do that little power move. Uh, like Joey, I would not move unless it was a minor. Uh, you pay extra for those seats. Almost anybody who flies knows that, and you do your research when you buy plane tickets. Uh, this one says it doesn't hurt to ask, but the mother should not have expected her to say I, yes. I would agree. I would agree. I'm not blaming the mom for asking. But right. I am blaming the mom for cussing the lady out when she said right. no. Also, so many good questions. A lot of people are saying, well, did they ask the other row? Did they ask other people? This one says, were there not other people that could have traded seats? So you could have traded with a person sitting next to your son. Or the aisle. Yeah. The person in the aisle next to her. That's true. Or in the back. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know those details. Uh, but this one says, um, I would never switch my seat. Uh, this one says... This girl seems kind of rude for not wanting to switch. I would do it to make sure the mom could sit by her son no matter what extra I paid. Really? Lauren, we played the audio, and the lady sounded a little like, so you won't believe what this woman did. Well, like she's it, probably shocked that it, what happened. This Remember, this woman was rude to her the rest of the flight. That's true. She was cussing her out and stuff. If it was like a four-year-old, how bad do you feel? Like a little toddler. And then you hear him crying a oh, couple rows back. Oh, I never. I would oh, never. I would my little absolutely heart. switch. This one says, Joey has a really good point with the Venmo idea. Tell her, yes, I will absolutely yeah. switch you seats if you cover the cost that I paid extra for this seat. That's only Plus fair. Plus interest. I, I mean, <laughs> if so if I paid 30 extra dollars for a window seat, I would, I would ask for 40. And I'd be like, it was $30. To, for the upgrade, and it was 10, I need 10 extra bucks. Isn't it funny how there are so many different etiquette rules when you're on a flight? It's like unwritten things. I know. And it is very uncomfortable. I've been on many flights recently, and I feel like 
There are so many uncomfortable situations. And then I'm like, can I recline my seat? It's Is somebody so going to get like, mad? You can't open the windows anymore. You know, it's like <laughs> you can't smoke. What's going on? Oh, my God. If you missed any part you gotta of the show. You got to help the person next to you before yeah. yourself. What the heck? No, no, no. Help yourself. Oh, Remember, right. yes, help. do not, do not help, help yourself. yourself before you help a child. Yes. Got it. Because you need to breathe to capably help a child. Wow, it I is, really pay attention. It is always I? weird where they're like, don't help the children, help yourself, then help the children. But it's true. You can't help the children. Help if yourself. you pass out, who's going to help the kid? Yeah. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.